0: 1116 SEN, this is the Flag Flyers for the American-Australian Association devoted to strengthening relations between the United States and Australia. Joining us on the line now is one of our top guns in the women's college soccer ranks in Colorado's Alexandra Quinn. Uh, Currently in her junior season, Alex is the first Aussie to represent the Buffs in soccer and doing a fine job at that. Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks,
1: Matt. Good to be here.
0: Now, you're one, we're actually, this is perfect timing for us because uh, just today we had uh, someone you would probably know, mainly over Twitter, I imagine, in Lockheed France, come on to do a little bit of a recap of, uh, of the season for yeah, the Aussie yeah. girls uh, from college, um, collegematildas.com. And uh, he was telling us all about uh, the, the range of Aussies we've got. We've got five at Wyoming and, and uh, girls in the top mm-hmm. 25 teams. We've also got two girls at Colorado and, and you and Carly Hogg, So we're going all right, aren't we?
1: Yeah, we're not going too bad. I, we're actually, I'm actually playing a girl this weekend from Australia. She goes to Washington State, so it should be a good match-up.
0: So I'm intrigued to hear about uh, your background. I was reading through your bio uh, a while back um, mm-hmm. and saw that you were part of the the first sports selective school in Australia. Can you fill us in on, on where that was and, and how does that work?
1: Yeah, no, so um, I went to high school in um, Fairfield in Western Sydney, and the school was Westfield Sports High School. So a part of that was um, part of my curriculum was instead of doing like six classes, I only did four classes. And two of those were soccer. And so, so I replaced two of the classes with soccer training. So when I, when the other kids were in class, um, we'd all be out in the field like training, just like working on our skills and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, you've got. Yeah, to... it, was, it was really weird. Yeah.
0: Oh no, I think it's cool. I, I'd imagine it's a it's a little bit yeah. like the equivalent of the IMG Academy down in Florida.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard about that. And I feel like it's. Pretty similar,
0: yeah. And you've got a pretty stacked resume as a, as a junior, um, multiple state teams for New South Wales, and also the um, Australian schoolgirls and and uh, under seventeen, under twenty appearances for the Australian team. I'm I'm intrigued to know where mm-hmm. the college sort of uh, system sits in the development pathway for for someone that's obviously. A, uh, was a very talented uh, junior or uh, representative age player going up. Is this just the, the logical next step for, for development for, for women's soccer in in our country, or does the W League offer some competitiveness as well?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like The W League is like, what it's become right now is amazing. And I've played a few seasons, but personally for me, I just feel like the depth in Australia is crazy right now. And I just, for me, I knew I wasn't going to be in the senior team anytime soon. So I just wanted to, where I, was going to be, where I was going to be competing in a competitive environment day in and day out. And I knew that college was the place to be for me personally. Just, what? It's so different to what we have in Australia.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. I, I was under the impression, um, and, and this was based off just the, I suppose, the premise that uh, with the um, American uh, women winning the World Cup that their college system would be um, sort of like the, the top-tier development system. But are you saying that the, the W League in Australia is probably more competitive, is it?
1: It's not more competitive. I just think that the experience in the W League, it's just it's so completely different. But the experience in the W League and what you get from that, is a little bit different. So, how in did, a good way for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, how did you come about um, uh, getting on Colorado's radar? And was there a few other teams you were talking to during your during your high school career leading up to that, or how did it all come about?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, as you mentioned before, I did go to the sports school and a part of that was we went out to America to play in a couple of tournaments, just to, like get and get some experience under our belts. And a few coaches saw me there, but, um, I knew Coach Denny from, um, a few of the girls he used to coach. So I got in contact with him, he got in contact with me, he came out to Australia a couple of times, watched me play. And from there, it was pretty much like a solid deal. I was just committed. I was committed to Wyoming, actually, and then he transferred to Colorado, and then I moved with him. Ah. And here I am, three years later.
0: Yeah, very good. So, was, yeah. there, was there anyone ever on the on the radar as well that you're looking at, or was it always obviously from Wyoming and then to Colorado?
1: Um, I was actually going to look at William and Mary, which is like the second oldest school in America, but just because I was so completely different, like it's a tiny five thousand people person school, whereas Colorado is like one of the biggest schools in the country, so. It was definitely narrowed down to those two with them when the coaches came out to Australia. I just pretty much made up my mind that it's where I wanted to be.
0: Absolutely. And and, and, and um, I, yeah. I apologise for my cluelessness on, on, on women's soccer in the college ranks, but obviously I imagine no, being right, in, in the in the Pac-12. Uh, I, I saw the other day, I was just looking at the rankings, set. most of the Pac-12 teams are in roughly the top 40 programs in, in the nation. So it's obviously a, a pretty high stand to compete in. Yeah, definitely. The Pac-12 is one of the, I
1: think it's like, one of the most competitive in the country. And even just last year, the end of um, the postseason tournament, we sent nine teams out of 12, whereas other conferences sent maybe one or two. So that just, like, shows how competitive it is. Every week, you have to, like, bring your A game or you're done. So it's, like, in that aspect, it's kind of... It's so hard, like, to win every single game. And, like, yeah, it's really... It's a super competitive environment. It's, like... (laughs)
0: So, yeah, <laughs> we, we've had we've had um, uh, girls from field hockey programs over in the U.S. and uh, we've spoken to athletes from uh, you know rowing programs and and basketball programs and, and spoken mm-hmm. about uh, or, or or talked about the differences between I suppose the Australian style in that sport and the American style in that sport. Mm-hmm. Was there any major? Um, you know, uh, differences that you found when you rocked up on campus and started training and playing that you had to adjust to that is wildly different to how Australia goes about their their soccer, whether it be tactics or training load and things like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, in America, I feel like everyone's an athlete, and especially because there's so many, like, people that play soccer in America. There's, like, the numbers are crazy. That, to be the best, you have to be, like, an amazing athlete and then be an amazing soccer player. So the way they play here it depends heavily on, on that on that athleticism whereas in australia it's more like skill based and like passing the ball around and just i found that here it's just like a lot more um direct what well, our program is and um yeah it's just like we do so much more running here than we ever do have <laughs> ever done in australia like ever in my life what it's was crazy i'm definitely in the best shape of my life
0: yeah, I mean, it, it's it's quite a common thing that we've heard uh, across all the different sports is that, uh, yeah, there's a um, – how would you say it? A lot more natural athletes or just athletic sort of uh, mm-hmm. uh, specimens in, in American athletes than it is in, in Australia. Sure. But um, what what's it like being part of the college system uh, in the last, I suppose, let's call it called, just six months when the uh, American uh, women won the World Cup? And, and obviously, already there's obviously a huge participation base in the junior ranks for um, – mm-hmm. For, for soccer in in the usa is it just this massive swell of um focus or um you know do you do you get decent crowds and is it just like this really uh frenetic sort of atmosphere that you get at games now because it is such a a wildly popular sport?
1: yeah for sure like you can definitely tell the awareness about women's soccer has definitely increased um and we have, we have pretty solid numbers we have like a thousand people around. Every game, but um, we, a few weeks ago we played at BYU and there was a solid six thousand people there. Whoa! I've never played in a crowd like that before. It was insane. You couldn't hear yourself like you couldn't even hear like the person next to on the field. It was crazy. And I think that just like a, that just shows how crazy it's gotten in America, especially because they just won and the way they won it. Just yeah.
0: And I'd imagine that that it's would be a, um, yeah. I'd imagine that'd be a massive lure for. Uh, a lot of Aussie kids that are obviously operating at a high enough level to to go Division One to to maybe go well, you know, back here in Australia, yeah, you know, there, there is a strong culture here uh, in in some regards. But you know, the lure of actually being in in a massive system like the NCAA that has the the, the money and resources and you know potentially a free education and and these crowds, it, it's almost mm-hmm. something that's too good to turn down. I imagine. Yeah, well, that's
1: like exa- I think that's such. Uh when I was younger, I, did, I had no idea what I wanted to do, and even like when I came in here, I still didn't understand how big of a thing it was to be a D one athlete at college. So I think it's only like my sophomore year that's when it actually hit, like how great of an opportunity it is. And I feel like a lot of kids back home don't understand that. Yeah, but, I, I'm. I'm
0: curious. You know what I mean, like, I'm curious to know your
1: thoughts on. Like, I had no idea coming in. I had no expectations at all.
0: Yeah, we we've we've spoken to athletes before, or at least I know from my background talking to um, kids from other sports in, in the junior ranks here that could easily go division one in their respective sports in in mm. college. What's sure. the sort of level based off, you know, your own knowledge seeming I mean, you've done it and completed that that step to say how many kids back here in the Australia and Australian junior system could actually go division one for women's soccer? What what's the sort of talent level there? Oh, it's
1: crazy. Well just like the opportunity they have here there's like at least three hundred summer schools in like for female soccer players To attend So I feel like there's be, There would definitely be Like A large amount of girls That could easily Like play for one of these schools I think it's just like The next step though Is just for playing For any D1 school Then To like The next step would be Like playing for like I don't know The North Carolinas And the UCLA's And stuff like that Because they're like Next level Like It's crazy But I feel like There's definitely um, Room for girls To like come over And just experience This journey for sure Because I, feel, I just feel like there's so much potential, and not enough girls are like taking. Yeah, like, taking, it's, it's, like charge of it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's, it's an awareness thing, and I suppose uh, that's why it's good to sure. to get people like yourself on to chat about it and hopefully get a little bit of publicity out of it. Is that to, to show kids back in Australia that? Uh, you know it is attainable, uh, and that uh, you know look at the opportunity you can get playing in front of six thousand people. Mm. I mean, th- there's there's AFL junior games that don't even get anywhere close to that. There's AFL games. So I remember there was an AFL game, um, GWS and someone in Melbourne a few months ago. <laughs> uh, obviously, being a New South Wales girl, you probably don't care much for AFL anyway. But there wasn't even there was maybe eight thousand people at the entire game. So it's crazy to see. Oh, that's rough. Yeah,
1: it was, yeah. Uh, uh, it was
0: it was it was an anomaly, but it still happened, and it's just it's just crazy to see that. At an amateur level even though i use that Mm. term very loosely in the u.s because you do get a hell of a lot of resources in highly skilled that um Mm -hmm, yeah the the opportunities are pretty pretty insane and that uh it'd be good to maybe pump more of our aussie girls into the system which i would imagine would would probably assist our senior ranks down the track do you reckon
1: oh 100 like i feel like a reason why america is so successful is because they have the college system and it's the way they do it here is just so professional. So from a young age, it's just like they know what's up. They know what they have to do to be the best. And I feel like that's definitely been reflected in the World Cup that just passed.
0: So what's it been like for you studying? Uh, obviously, you're majoring in business, I think it is, and, and, and all that sort of stuff. What's, um, wh- how's that balance gone with uh, you know athletics and study? And, and what are you looking to do with, uh, with your degree? Do you have any idea where that you want that to take you?
1: um yeah I actually changed my degree I'm a psych major now and um that's definitely the hardest thing is just trying to figure out training and like schoolwork and tutors and homework and everything and just trying to fit it all in but um it's just like at the end of the day you got to get it all done you know what I mean so it's just like personally you you just have to figure it out and that's the hardest thing but um yeah I have no idea what I want to do with my
0: I think that's a, a pretty common like, sentiment among uh, a lot of people in yeah. college. But uh, what's the next step for you then? Yeah. Obviously, you're in your junior season. You have still got this season and next season mm-hmm. to go. You know, what's the what's the pathway into the Matildas uh, in the future, or the, yeah. ne- the next step for you? Is that something that you're aiming for? Is that something that's realistic? And and how how are you um, looking to go about that? For sure,
1: yeah. Like, well, right now I'm just focusing on finishing this season and try to get into the tournament and get as far as we can. But um, the long run. Definitely, like France. That's that's the goal. Like twenty nineteen, that'd be amazing to be in the World Cup there. But um, I definitely want to go to Europe and get some experience and just play a bit for there. Because like we've had girls like last year that went over and just enjoyed it and had the best time in their lives. So I definitely want to go down that. Um, yeah, road. Well, let's that,
0: yeah, yeah, well, it's been awesome talking to you, Alex, and really appreciate uh you giving up some time. It's been a great insight and yeah no, and, ho- no. and hopefully we can get uh, more Aussie girls in in the pac twelve It's the best conference uh across all sports in my eyes, um and uh you know look forward to seeing how how the buffs go for the rest of the uh, rest of the season, so thanks for joining us uh
1: yeah, thanks so great, thanks for having me man back.
0: For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.